Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Local voices, local conversation. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com. As we continue our coverage of the Valley Fire and events surrounding it, I wanted to take a few minutes out to talk to Kelly Fuller, who has spent some time up at the Emergency Evacuation Center at the county fairgrounds in Calistoga. And she has some insights into what the needs are, what's going on out there that might be useful for those seeking to volunteer out there and also to provide materials. Kelly, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing up there. What I've been trying to do is to coordinate, um, make connections for people. Some people have got this, who needs it, and then, you know, flipping it around. And I just knew, knew a lot of the people that were offering things, and so I was just trying to make it happen. Well, I just wanted to get an overview of what Mm -hmm. the real needs are, because there's been a lot of confusion, certainly on Facebook and in other places, and people wanting to bring things over, wanting to bring supplies, wanting to help in some ways, wanting to volunteer, and sometimes Mm -hmm. being told nothing's needed, no volunteers are needed, and and there really has been a lack of clarity around that, and I, I... sense that you're uh, you have a clear picture of what's what's needed and what's been going on well um, what I was seeing on Facebook right from the very first night when the, the fire got really bad I immediately went to the Red Cross Facebook page and said you know how can we help and I was told that due they said that due to pre-positioned supplies in that location there was nothing that was needed but that I could donate some money to the Red Cross or I could take their training and be ready for the next time something were to happen. And, you know, I really wasn't very pleased with that answer, but um, I said I heard that, you know, there were some needs at some of the, uh, you know, like up in Calistoga at the fairgrounds or what have you, and, and they said, well, you know, we don't, we don't know what you're talking about, basically. Um, so... Having known an evacuee, I got a little bit of information from her and started finding out that uh, what was needed at that time were the tents. And, of course, with the rain coming, they needed tarps and uh, flashlights. And so I think, you know, I don't want to speak for the Red Cross. Um, I, I have known that they there are stores of prepositioned supplies in the different towns, um, basic needs and that sort of thing, maybe some first aid kits, and they can tell you that. But um, they certainly didn't have the tents and all the blankets and pillows and, and that sort of thing that were needed. So I, um, I'm not sure why they kept saying, nope, don't need anything, don't need any volunteers, when uh, it seemed to be that that was not true. But um, I went, I actually, uh, there was a gal that was coordinating the cooking and the serving of the meals up at the Calistoga shelter. And, and uh, I just signed up. I said, what do you need? Put me wherever you need me. And she said, well, I could use you Thursday morning at 7.30. So um, I went up, and um, I had heard talk of the Red Cross turning people away and not letting them drop off supplies and such. Um, that's not something that happened to me, but I've heard of other people saying, oh, just, I was just speaking with the owner of uh, The Roost, Patricia, and uh, she said that she went in to drop off 10 and some things that were being asked for, and she was turned away um, by the Red Cross, and at the same time, a reporter had walked up, and then she was allowed to through. <laughs> so wow. take that as you will. Right. Um, there, are many stor- I- there are many stories around like that that have to do with, with, with the Red Cross, and stories very similar to the one you're telling. Yeah, I, you know, I, it was very concerning to me, and I was trying to understand it, and, and wondering, well, maybe they're telling people not to bring donations because 
they know people will anyway, and they'll get overwhelmed and have too much. You know, I was trying to make sense of it, of why they would say that. And, um, and then after a couple of days went by and a Napa Register had posted something about, you know, contact the Red Cross for volunteer information. And so I went to the Red Cross website and there was nothing on the website about volunteering for this particular shelter. And then I saw that they had posted something about how, you know, well, because of our pre-positioned supplies, everything's fine up there. And I thought, and I replied and said, no, actually, the people, lots of people brought lots of things that were needed. I think you need, and I think things are still needed, so you need to change your messaging. So anyway, and I think they did. They ended up adding a little line at the bottom that said, but check with other or local organizations for more information. But when I went in this morning, I think it's most, it seems to have been ironed out at this point. And there is a volunteer sign-up table that's not connected with Red Cross at the fairgrounds in Calistoga. And I walked up to the, the Red Cross gentleman that was standing at the entrance, and I just said, I'm signed up to serve breakfast. And he said, great, great, you know, go right in. There was no problem. Um, I went in, I served, um, and when I was done with that job, I actually had, had some uh, – clothing donation that they specifically had been asking for plus size women's clothing. I wasn't just going to dump a bunch of clothes up there and a friend had given me those to bring up and I, I had no problem. I went to the Grant street exit or entrance of the fair, which is where they're asking you to bring those items and went right up to the security guards and they pointed me in the right direction. I dropped them off. So at this point, um, I would say, you know, it, what they really need, if you want to donate something, what they really need right now, if you want to donate an item, they need brand new underwear and socks for men, women, and children. And that's what they would, at that place, when I was at the shelter and I was at the sorting area where they were sorting all the clothes, that's what they told me. Right. Um, otherwise, I think they're kind of okay on the clothing aspect of things. Um, but um, there's, there's funds set up, Redwood Credit Union. I mean, you don't have to donate to Red Cross if you want it to go all to the to the cause, 100% to the cause. You can, there's other ways to donate. And I'm not saying Red Cross is horrible either. I'm not saying that. I'm sure they're doing plenty of good things. Um, I think it just they were causing some confusion. So maybe they need to look at their, their outreach or their messaging. Mm-hmm. And what was your sense this morning of just the mood of the people, the move, mood of the people that are uh, housed there? Well, we have we had sunshine this morning, so that was really nice. And the sun came up, and people, you know, they were they were pretty, they had pretty good spirits, believe it or not. And we all, you know, were smiling, and and we'd even had some joking around going on, some laughter. Uh, the kids the kids kind of look like they just think they're having a blast. <laughs> like they, they, They're at camp and right. um, they were real excited. There was hot chocolate and um, the food is fantastic. There's the, the breakfast was real nice, extensive, a lot of food. And um, one, one gal did come through a mom who was in tears and she just, it was a quiet moment. She started sharing with us um, how hard it's been. And she had a horse. And she said, all I had time to do was to open the gate, slap her on the rump and tell her to run. And uh, she's real worried about her horse and she was crying. It was, you know, that was rough. And we just tried to, you know, comfort her and, 
And, uh, but for the most part, I, you know, it was interesting. It kind of felt, it feels like a village really, Jeff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like a, a tent village and, um, there are some indoor, um, areas with cots, but a lot of people are outside and the kids are running around and playing. And, um, and then a little school choir came in and just started singing. And, uh, so it really wasn't what you might picture. It was, a uh, Everyone's coming together. And I will say that the evacuees, I can't tell you how many times I was looked right in the eye and told, thank you. We appreciate this so much. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was humbling. I mean, just, there's two, there were two food stations, two kitchens. And the one I was working at, we served 500 people. So I'm not sure what the total amount was for that morning, but to have these people coming through and just smiling and looking at us and I was, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It, it, I can't even describe what that felt like. It's clear that this is going to be there for a while. People are going to be there for a while. If people want to still volunteer, what would be your advice to them? What should they do? Well, I actually um, have asked that question when I was up there. I was asking, too. And the answer that I'm getting right now is to just show up. And I'm sure, you know, the Red Cross does not want me saying that, but... (laughs) Um, sorry. And of course, I don't really imagine there's going to be 500 people rushing up there to help. Um, but, um, like as far as the kitchen I was working in, I said, do you have a system to sign people up to work shifts? She said, no, I really don't. You know, just whoever shows up, we put them to work. Um, so there is a a separate sign up table. There are quite a few, um, Facebook um, groups and pages. If you just search for Valley Fire, you'll see all kinds of volunteer pages and donation pages where you can get more information. Um, you can connect with the actual, uh, there's a couple of women that I was working with to coordinate the kitchens that they want to serve. Um, there's the, um, the art center on the fairgrounds property, Calistoga Art Center, I think it's called. They're doing crafts and activities for the children, so you might want to look them up and get involved there. So it's just, you know what, Facebook has has changed everything. I mean, it's Facebook is social media is where everyone is connecting and getting information and making it happen. I mean, it really does sound like that's become the clearinghouse for all of this. It really has, and I've seen groups started now on Facebook. There's one for for people who need career clothing when they're ready to go back to work. And there's one for people who are looking for a room to stay in. And there's one for the lost and found pets. And it's, it, this is where, and even for the, the, the people they're looking for, they're posting pictures of people. And it's, it, it's almost like the, the modern bulletin board where everybody can connect and, and get their resources and get in contact. Great information, and I thank you so much for sharing sharing it with all of us. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for getting it out there. Kelly Fuller, thanks so much. You're going back out there again in the next couple of days? Yes, I'll be going back up there this weekend. Well, I'm sure lots of people will see you up there. Thank you so much for, for doing it and for reporting on it for us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.